What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Master Your Mindset Podcast, the spot to get your mind right. We cover things like mental skills, high performance, leadership, sales psychology. Uh, I have a dear friend today who knows a lot of that stuff. Uh, parenting, collaboration, teamwork. Uh, this is my dear friend, Brian Reynolds. Let's see. He is the co-founder and CEO of Anthem Coffee, my favorite coffee in the entire world. Living in Issaquah, I would drive down 50 minutes to the Puyallup location uh, near the library and get my favorite 24-ounce ice white mocha. Let's go. Uh, he's also um, kind of the founder of this cool uh, movement, education, uh, working through leadership and leaders, legacy brand coaching. And Brian yes. was my first coach. Facts. Come on. 2017, uh, launching Project Rise, you know, blog, a, um, a website, a book. Uh, Brian was instrumental for me to get clear on the values, on the purpose, on, on what I was doing. I was lost. So for that, I'm grateful. But I just, we, we become homies and uh, you're an amazing husband, father, person of faith. You can play the guitar. You can sing. You're just a great dude, man. Oh, man. Colin, that's the best intro I've ever received in my entire life, man. Thank you so much. I, I love, love you, bro. I, I love, love you too. With you. But Thanks this is going to be on. a very action-packed podcast. But I want to talk about um, this idea of coaching. I think everybody needs the four C's. Ready for the four C's? I'm learning. I'm, I'm here. Everyone, Take notes. Give me the four every, C's. <laughs> everyone needs a coach, a counselor, a community, and a church. Okay? But let's delve love in. Love that. Let's delve into coaching. I think we need to normalize coaching. Yes. Well, it is. It's one of those elusive things. It's like, what is, I've seen people and I've seen memes where people go, um, I coach coaches who coach coaches that coach how to coach. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's an elusive, bizarre kind of world. What is coaching? So many of my clients will ask, you know, when they, they kind of hear about it, they'll go, I mean, do you just cheer me on to like do good each day? And I'm going, you know, think about the best coaches that you've ever had in your life. Um, and I always go back to my baseball coach, shout out uh, coach David Baker. Uh, he was incredible. In fact, every Tuesday night, we would meet above a firehouse station uh, in a classroom setting. And coach Dave Baker would teach us the fundamentals of baseball. Uh, he, we had worksheets. We had a binder full of the mental game of baseball, the fundamentals. And we would go through scenarios. He'd be whiteboarding stuff. The fact is, is he was the kind of coach that was hands-on that would analyze the swing. He would be able to say, Hey, you're dropping your shoulder. You need to get that up. You need to keep your chin tucked into your, your elbow or your shoulder, right? All those kind of things. And, and that's what the unique position of a coach is, is they can see kind of what nobody else can see, what you can't see specifically. And they've been there and they've done that and they've they know the way. And so a coach really is somebody who can come and help you become a better version of you, a better leader, a better brand builder, business builder, uh, you know, just, and I just, I'm so thankful for the coaches I've had in my life. So coaching and business is no different. There's the hurdles, there's the fears, there's the, the hard times that come uh, with business. And to have a coach that can help you get clear on why you do what you do, specifically the thing that I love the most is helping people get really clear on their guiding principles and the guiding principles are your mission, vision, values. Um, I think a lot of us have heard of those things. We either have them or we don't. And maybe if we do have them, they, they become this ornament that lives on a wall as like a decoration or part of the office. And, and the problem is, is 
that's not how those are supposed to work. Guiding principles are supposed to be a mechanism as to which you make decisions. It helps you to guide uh, your decision-making on what your brand should look like, who you should hire, how you should hire, where you should add locations, what products you should bring on. Um, And that's just something that I'm finding more and more and more that most leaders and businesses don't have in place, nor do they know how to actually interact with them on a daily basis in their organization. So I love to do that. And that's why I started uh, Legacy Brand Coaching and having a blast helping leaders get clarity and lead better and take their businesses further. Yeah, I think having guiding principles, you know, a vision, values, all that type of stuff is so critical uh, in a lot of assets of our life and our business, but especially when there's adversity, challenge, change, pressure. And, and I would wager that you've ran your business with your parents from day one. How much turbulence, how much adversity have y'all faced over the years with economy, with COVID, with uh, hiring, firing, staffing, making personnel, payroll, yeah. personnel? <laughs> so so how have the, the values, the guiding principles, maybe talk about your life experience? Because what I love about you is you've lived it. Yes, sir. You've done all this stuff. There's so many coaches who have a certification, but they've never done it. And they teach so theory. You, I'm a practitioner. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Still, I'm still struggling. Man. I'm still, I'm still no, getting no, my, no. myself you, kicked in the face, you know. You've lived it. You've blood, sweat, and teared it. Um, you've built this thing from nothing. So maybe give some examples of how having your guiding principles have helped you weather all these storms. Well, yeah, Colin, that's an awesome question. The fact is, is I, I just believe that weary people make weary decisions. And I think also a tendency in humans is that we want to be all things to all people. Uh, at least that's true in my world. I, I've, I've come from a background of wanting to be a, a people pleaser. And I've struggled with also being a bit of a perfectionist. You know, So um, the way that's fleshed out in our business is I haven't uh, been willing to give up certain things. To, to other people, because I felt like I was the only one who could do this thing right. You know, they, the, as the old adage goes, if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. Uh, but I, I think that's a entrepreneur mindset versus an entrepreneur mindset. Uh, the entrepreneur wants that, you know, if you, if you want it done right, you do it yourself. But the entrepreneur empowers and trusts, really uh, teaches and, and coaches and guides people in the right way to do the thing but then lets them do it and as long as the outcome is communicated it's like i, I don't even necessarily care about the method uh, as to which we get there as long as we get to where we want to go in the end and so not having guiding principles in the past caused me to burn out and again because i was trying to be all things to all people and if you know if the customer came in and said hey you guys should carry this i'd be like I'd literally sprint to Safeway. I'd grab the product and, and all of a sudden we now, we, now we're carrying it. Instead of allowing my guiding principles to help, you know, dictate, if you will, what it is that as, as a company we want to offer to the community that we serve. You know, I think it's important to listen to the community and understand what it is uh, that maybe some of their needs might be. But at some point, too, you can't, you just can't be all things to all people. You have to, and we learned a hard example of that when we, we went from one location to two locations, our Tacoma location and our Puyallup location. Uh, our Tacoma location began to take on a different identity and we began to uh, do experimental things with coffee. 
which was really cool, but it, but it actually took on a whole different life than what everybody had come to know and love as to what Puyallup had to offer in terms of heroic hospitality, in terms of loving and serving people. You know, we made it over here in Tacoma about trying to be cool and relevant and flashy with all the new, uh, the new, new in the coffee world, right? Uh, only to just confuse our audience. We confused the community. We confused all the people who helped us get to a point where we could grow. And so after some painful adjustments, we- I'm we, not sure I understand. Oh, sorry, Siri. Wasn't talking to you. My apologies. Is that, talk about uh, on cue, I don't understand. I'm confused as a buyer. What, what, what's happening? <laughs> that's exactly what Siri is feeling. <laughs> and that's exactly what our, our customers felt. They were, they were so bamboozled because they couldn't get the same thing in Puyallup that they were now getting in Tacoma and vice versa. Do you see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. there came a point where our team rallied and we said, look guys, we, you know, if we're going to grow the future in order to scale your business, I mean, this is guiding principles are an imperative part of scaling your business because when you scale, you scale the bad with the good. You get, somebody needs to hear that today because you want to grow and you want to multiply and you want to add more. More is not always better. Just, I mean, just first fine tune the little things within your business. Get a little bit better before bigger. Because when you get better in your business, that's when your customers will go, man, we want more of this. We want you in our community. We want you in Fedway. We want you in Lakewood. Come through. So, you know, that we had to step back and go, who are we? And we had to look at our guiding principles and go, is what we're doing here in Tacoma, as we drop that through the filter of the guiding principles, is that something that's aligned with who we are and what we're trying to deliver? And so we were able to refine, make some adjustments. And uh, now we have seven locations throughout the South Puget Sound that look alike, that sound alike, that feel alike, that taste alike. It's awesome, man. We have unity within our team. We've asked every single person on our team to memorize the mission statement. Mm -hmm. uh, I truly believe that beliefs are what drive our behaviors. So that's one way wow. to unify our team and get us moving in the same direction is to have everybody memorize the mission statement. That's what winning looks like every day. So they have that in here. Now they do it. They flesh it out daily in the role of making coffees and taking orders. And um, it's just a, it's a, it's a beautiful time to, to be doing what we're doing in, in, in this uh, industry. So that's great. Yeah. I love that. Well, I'll do workshops and seminars and I'll ask a random person, hey, what's the mission values of, of the company? And nine out of 10 don't know. So it's like, why would you do the exercise? Well, can you just, just do, I'll do my mission values. Can you do yours at Animal Coffee just real quick? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Well, our, our mission statement, I'm gonna rattle it off to you in a second, but boiled down to two simple words. Our mission is heroic hospitality. Now our mission statement is this, ready for it. And I'm, I'm never gonna ask my team to do something I'm not willing to do as well. So, mm -hmm. I mean, in this mission statement and our guiding principles, they haunt me. I'm the one who wrote them, but they hold me accountable. Do you see what I mean? I didn't just write them to hold our team accountable. This is something that is living and breathing. I'm interacting with it daily. Uh, our mission statement is this, we create unique experiences that change lives and bring people back. We do this by loving and serving people, by preparing top-notch handcrafted food and beverages, and by creating an environment where real, real relationships are fostered. It's always hard to say where real relationships are fostered, that last part. But every bit of that is intentional. It's on purpose. We didn't stumble over our words when we wrote it. 
it, we just look back in the past and we, we, we considered when we were winning the most, when we felt like we were delivering the best experiences, what were we doing? And we were able to go back and define that, put words to it. And that's what our mission statement is, man. Mm, that's good. I, I can see, actually see it in my mind, what you just described in a mission. I can like see customers coming back. I like that. That's you led to coming back and then environment and uh, high quality product and, yeah. and, and human connection, building relationships. Like it's all there. Um, do you have a set of like core values though? Yeah, most definitely. I, we have 12 of them, you know, but, and that was intentional too. At one point we had seven or eight and we grew it to 10. Now we have 12. And the reason I did that was because I wanted one value focus for every single month. So I know it's a lot, but what I'm able to do is every month. In fact, we have our monthly leadership team meeting here in the office at 930 today. And so I'll be teaching on the value, uh, value number seven. I love this one. We honor one another with clear and consistent communication. So that value, and when you think about what communication is, it's, it's internal communication, it's external communication, which is marketing. Um, but, but even greater than that, it's we honor one another by being clear with what we're saying and consistent with what we're saying, right? So we're gonna, I'm gonna teach on that value today, specifically as it pertains to culture in the, in the company. Um, coaching uh, personnel, and then uh, how we communicate with our customers, you know, via social media and also in store. And then I'm going to ask my team, how can we improve? You know, I'm just, we're constantly in a place where we're, I want feedback. I feel like feedback is the greatest gift anyone could ever give you. And so I'm going to ask my team today, I'm going to give vulnerable, like, where have we failed? Where have we let you down? Where have we not communicated well? If we don't know, we can't grow. And it's time to grow and become better. And to serve our team a lot better that this is what it takes so yeah that's really good i love that you have a system into implement to evaluate to discuss to talk about to allow the values to live not in on a website or on a wall but it's action-based it's it's collaboration-based and i like yes. you talking about feedback um as in leadership <clears throat> i i heard a leader say this and he brought this to his team he says what am i doing that's making your job harder Wow. And that's vulnerability. That's openness, communication. It's not having all the answers, but I just think of what you said there that just sparked that thought, but maybe that could be a challenge for our, our leaders on the call or as a husband, yeah. father, wife, so mother, uh, friend, teammate. Um, as we transition, kind of wrapping it up, uh, let's talk about legacy brand coaching. Yes. The, word le the word legacy. Maybe let's yeah, talk, yeah. About that, talk about that word legacy. Why did you pick that word? Man. You know, I legacy defined is uh, is is literally the gift or it's sometimes monetary thing that you would leave behind uh, that's meaningful for somebody else. And I think, you know, I don't want to just build a business that I sell off and walk away from. I'm not building a business necessarily um, just for to have a business. I'm building. I'm intentionally building a legacy, something that can be passed down to my kids and it's, it's part of it is the guiding principles. Part of it is the, the, the felt need that we meet in the community of, of creating a space uh, that's safe for people to connect and relate with one another, but also to, to have really cool experiences. Um, gosh, some of the coolest connections have taken place in our locations. You know, people have met, fallen in love, gotten married. 
people have started bands, businesses, and all kinds of cool concepts. You know, or, or writing or launch launch plays, books there, launching books, hundred percent. You know, so I, I just think as I look at our platform and what we're building, um, the way that we've built it too. You know, with my with my parents helping to create. You know, I was twenty three years old. Uh, I didn't go to college at all. Uh, uh, instead of going to Pierce College, a local college here, I would sleep in my car. I just didn't have interest in doing that. And uh, at one point, you know, my parents and, and my wife and I, we got together and said, what can we do as a family? And, and the idea came up to do a coffee business. And so my parents, dude, they took a major risk to create the space for, for me to learn business and, and fail in a safe environment. So, um, you know, that's a legacy that they had, they birthed. And I want to be able to pass it down to my kids and future generations and, and everybody that we come in contact with, man. So. Um, and what gets me out of bed a lot, you know, faster than anything in the morning is to help other businesses, leaders, uh, owners of companies think about their businesses as a legacy brand and not just a business. Business is transactional. A brand is something I think that has so much more life and vitality to it. So that's good. And when I think of the word legacy, I think of the American poet, philosopher, Macklemore. Yes. From, from Seattle. We know him. We love him. Yeah. He says, uh, I, I heard that you die twice. The first time is when you're buried in the grave. And the second time is the last time someone mentions your name. So we want to imprint wow. memories, emotions, experiences, and create a, a vehicle that invites these moments where I so launched two of my books at your, at the Piaub store. And I have clear memories of, uh, your, you were, hosting and helping and coaching and guiding and then inviting people in um i would drive 15 minutes to work there instead of going to starbucks in in, in Isquah. i fly from nashville tennessee let's go to go to SeaTac and, and hop in a, a uber or a rental car to go to amber coffee no i you're but you've created a legacy but you're, you're impacting the entire community it's, it's using coffee as a vehicle to impact all the thing, all your values yeah. and the missions that the, the mission statement that you kind of uh, shared clearly. But so if you're listening to this, we would just love for you to think about the things that we talked about and share it with somebody that you respect and love, and then maybe create a, a conversation. How clear is yeah. your mission values? Do you have guiding principles? What legacy are you leaving? What wake are you leaving behind? Um, I don't know who said this quote, but the goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to make something that will live forever. So that's so good. Let's do it as a family. Let's do it as a business. Let's do it as brothers, sisters, um, whatever we're doing. Let's just build that legacy, but let's have that clear mission and values. So where can people find you, man? And I'm on the Instagram and the Facebook at, at, at Brian Reynolds. And it's Brian with a Y Reynolds, like the rap all spelled out. So at Brian Reynolds, um, yeah, or hit me up at um, buildalegacybrand.com. You know, there's a little informational thing there. If I if I hear from you there, I'd love I'll, I'll reach back out and connect. But uh, yeah, hope to serve you in the future. And, and Colin, I'm just so thankful for everything that you are uh, teaching, everything that you have been through that you are helping others, and the way you're inspiring people to think different, to become mentally strong, and how important that is in this day and age, man. The work you're doing is work that matters. And I don't know if I've told you this enough, but bro, I mean, every time I'm with you, I'm taking notes, I'm learning from you and growing from you and 
I'm just so thankful for your leadership and your knowledge that you share with so the, the world. The food Keep it and maybe last minute, should we foreshadow what's happening? We could let the people know a little. Should we just a little in the little teaser? <laughs> should we just, just, just they give need a to be on the lookout just to sample yeah. it? Yeah, you want to you want to just think give so. a quick little shout out. Yeah, you know there is a a dear friend of mine, April Janice, who's going to be putting together a really impactful uh, event for not just the the real estate industry or loan officers. I mean, this is going to be really for any community leaders that uh, are listening to this podcast and uh, that are in the Pacific Northwest here, and it's going to be really um, you know strengthening your mentals uh, and strengthening your leadership and leading through, you know, tough times, like, you know, we're in and we've seen, and there's, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better, but let's make sure you're equipped and you got the tools in the toolbox to be able to lead well and to think well in this day and age. So call, you're going to be flying out and it's going to be good. And yeah, yeah we'll, we'll tell you more as uh, you continue to follow the journey. So stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah, be on the lookout. But uh, man, Brian, I love you so much. We end every show with this truth. The body has limits, but the mind is, mind is limitless. limitless. Love you, bro. All right, bro. Thanks. Yeah, bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Master Mindset listeners? Colin here, your mindset coach. I'm so excited. You can order my new book, Quiet Mind and Quiet Mind for Kids, right now on Amazon. Get the tools and strategies and tactics that I haven't shared on this podcast. So you get a mental emotional toolkit to lower nerves and increase unshakable confidence to perform at your best. I got Quiet Mind, which is for teens and adults, and Quiet Mind for kids, which is for the youngsters and parents. Our kids need tools today to be their best. So go to Amazon right now and get your copy.